Welcome to BIV Today. I'm Tyler Orton. So this week, we're reflecting on what the pandemic has done to the economy over the past two years. One demographic that has carried a heavier burden is women. Data shows that jobs affected by shutdowns and restrictions were in industries that women were more likely to work in. With us today to talk about the impact the pandemic has had in the labor force for women and the need to support women-led businesses, it is Jenny Simon. She's vice president and market lead for Vancouver District at Canadian Western Bank. Jenny, thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Thanks so much for having me, Tyler. Okay, so, you know, we're just ahead of International Women's Day, but we're two years into the pandemic that saw lockdowns and restrictions. There's a lot going on over the last two years. And I don't know, like, are things improving for women in the labor force compared with where things were just prior to the pandemic? I like to think so. I think things that are improving, but I don't think the, we are settled to what, you know, the new normal is going to look like. I think that, um, you know, many are have, you know, obviously still been um, affected by uh, decisions that had to be made earlier on. And, and I don't know if we have seen a material change from, from the start, but I, I like to think, though, as, as things start to open up, restrictions are lifted, Things start to settle that uh, that we're going to see more and more of uh, of the workforce, uh, in particular, from uh, you know of the women workforce to be back in the in the uh, in the um, workplace. Jenny, do you get the sense that people are kind of looking at what they were doing prior to the pandemic when it came to work, their jobs, their career, and rethinking things about how you know they, they want to pursue? their career moving forward, you know, amid this pandemic and just kind of reevaluating some of their priorities there. Absolutely. I, I think that it would be um, reasonable. And, and I know I'm certainly hearing it from a lot of our clients as well as our staff of, of what, you know, about realigning priorities and, and what does post-pandemic life look like, work-life balance look like. Um, I, I think that, you know, more and more um, our um, workforce are, are lo really looking for a more creative, more flexible, I can't emphasize that word enough, just more flexible arrangements, more flexible um, opportunities to, you know, compare to the old conventional pre-pandemic pre um, ways of, of doing business and, and ways of working. Yeah, you know, I, I want to jump on that point with regards to flexibility, that work-life balance. Um, you know, I was looking through a report uh, from RBC from more, more than a year ago, but they kept pointing out that one of the big issues, uh, why there was so much burden on women, and despite all the progress that we've made in society over the last few decades, um, more of those household burdens still fall to women. And it's just like, as much as we want to kind of progress and make that happen, I, I, I don't know, are, are we doing enough to recognize that, whether it's, it's companies recognizing that, it, it's partners recognizing that as, as well? Like, I, I'm trying to figure out like how we actually make like big strides forward, despite, you know, all, all these burdens that people are facing. Yeah, and that's a totally valid point. Like, I think we all know that, you know, women continue to be uh, primarily responsible for, you know, the typical household chores, like the cleaning, the cooking, the caring for your dependents, and they're less likely than our men counterparts to apply for positions that they're actually qualified for. So the pandemic just kind of elevated that even further. 
Um, so it's really, really important for us to to make sure we don't go backwards, that we continue to push forward in, in the direction that we, we want to go. We need to think about how do we attract women, not only from exiting their current role, you know, or from the workforce, but attracting them to the companies because, you know, when, when those who are thinking about inclusion will be able to, to draw from the deepest talent of pool, you know, the flexible work arrangements, it's, it's key. It's important so that we really elevate and, and allow women to participate um, not only back in our workforce, but really to also rise up through um, our organizations to create stronger communities and a stronger economy. You know, to me, that is that is absolutely, you know, important. Like it is not even an option that we all need to to adapt to that because we we got to make sure that we promote that inclusion and diversity and making sure that um, it isn't just a short term solution because we need that, uh, you know, diverse workforce translate to stronger business and stronger economy. I also just want to point this out. A lot of people hear, you know, stuff like, oh, diversity within the workforce, you know, that's just, you know, what, what some people want to pursue. But there's actually been studies like from, say, McKinsey, and they're showing that, you know, more diverse workforces, uh, ones with more diverse leadership, they're actually more profitable. They're they're more successful as well. It's not just a, a sense of like, you know, uh, let, let's have equity for the sake of it. It actually makes business sense too. And I, I, I'm saying like, there should be equity too, but it also just makes, you can make that business argument for it as well. Absolutely. Like, I mean, it's proven. This is a fact. This is not a, we do this because it makes us feel good. You know, there's an absolute um, fact that, you know, translate to really business, better business, better profit, better economy, just better workforce. And and we got to start at the leadership level to make sure we encourage that decisions are, you know, better decisions are made better business processes are made, you know, better experiences are made. Like it's, it just, it, it makes sense all around. From your own experience, uh, just going up through the executive ranks, you know, is there advice that you can impart on people? Is it about, you know, seeking out some sort of mentor somebody who can help out or is it about kind of like a self-determination to a certain degree? Yeah, I would say it's all of it. Um, you know, I've been blessed. Like I would say, I've been in the industry for over twenty-five years, and in commercial, you know, banking is is a very uh, traditional male-dominated, and especially in the in the commercial banking world, um, you know, you you gotta do it all, right? Like you got you still gotta perform it. Uh, you gotta make sure you're heard. Um, and really, I've been blessed. You know, when when I find a place like an Indian bank who really promoted. Um, you know, that diverse thought and, and really working with leaders who even even where I sometimes question if I could do something or not, you know, they, they helped me through that, right? Like coached me and mentored me and believed in me. And, and I think that really had helped tremendously um, in my progress. So I'm, I'm very thankful for, for that opportunity and the environment that I'm that what I can do that, but it's, it's all of those, like, it's not any one thing. So I, I would say, look for, um, you know, the sponsors, the coaches, your, your senior leaders, you know, your even peer groups that can help you through all of that. 
Yeah, I'm thinking about tangibles as well that uh, can help out with these efforts. Uh, you know, uh, Canadian Western Bank, for example, uh, you guys are supporting the Canadian Women's Foundation. Uh, tell me a little bit about what that support means, uh, like uh, kind of the tangibles that go with it. Yeah, we have a, uh, you know, Canadian Western Bank is so great. Uh, we are, we are first, you know, I've been in the industry for a long time and for us to have really not just one, but you know, 10 and growing, you know, employee resource group, what it is led by, you know, at the grassroots level, um, led by the employees and supported by our executives and senior leaders in the bank, like that is absolutely incredible. And CWB Women is is our first one um, that we started with uh, at Canadian Western Bank. It's a, and it's an inclusive group, like it isn't just for women. And I think that's, you know, something we we all support within the organization. Like it isn't just for women. It isn't just about the working women. And it is absolutely uh, very inclusive for for others to be part of this team and and part of this group. Um, and the primary goal is is to support. You know, we empower, we connect women in advancing as leaders in in the bank. So we can't do that alone. And and the level of support, you know, from our executive vice president level of of a committee like the CWB Women is incredible. Another new one that that we're uh, um, that we're starting up this year is the working parents. So again, you know, just addressing the the need for. Uh, flexibility and really supporting our our working parents um, who are navigating through all the complexity of life and work. It's uh, it's just incredible. It's very powerful. Well, excellent. You know, Jenny, it's always great to have these conversations, just kind of get the message out there to everybody. And I just want to thank you so much for making time to talk to us on the show today. Thank you so much. That's Jenny Simon. She's Vice President and Market Lead for the Vancouver District at Canadian Western Bank. And that is it for BIV Today. You can find us more on BIV.com, stories, videos, podcasts, all at the website. In the meantime, I just want to thank you for listening. I'm Tyler Orton.